Alright guys, in this episode of Biz on the Balcony, we are joined by Michael Sherping. He is part of Wasted Opportunities, and uh, he has a very interesting story where they actually took bread and other food from Ohio State's cafeteria that was not used, gave it to the homeless, and then eventually turned beer uh, from the leftover bread. Michael, very interesting story. We're really excited to have you in. Uh, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited. Absolutely. So let, let's get started. I mean, we're in, when did you guys start this this company, uh, Wasted Opportunities? Kind of describe what that is and also talk about, you know, what the original idea was for, for your uh, company. Yes, this all started my junior year of college, about two years ago now. Um, and there's a couple of friends and I that we were like had this idea and we went forward with it. What it is now is um, Waste Opportunities. It's a it's collaboration between two different organizations at Ohio State, Food Recovery Network and um, Smart Campus. And we basically, we use the school resources to take all the leftover foods from the campus cafes and cafeterias and then take those to um, food shelters around Columbus that need food for those daily meals. Um, in addition, we also do data tracking for the university to help them with their own purchasing patterns to help to, like reduce other types of food waste as well. Um, and then with that, we have a variety of different types of things that we do with it. The different foods go to different areas. And one of the things that went with it as well is we make beer with the leftover pastries and the bagels from the morning routes as well, which is sold at Seven Sons Brewery in Columbus as well. And then that will be slowly transitioning onto Ohio State's campus. I mean, that is just such a cool story. So w was it true that when we talked to your brother, Andrew, he listens to the show and we're, we're good friends the football with him, expert. the football expert. Um, he mentioned that when you guys are bringing the food to the shelter, they said, okay, like we almost don't need any more bread. Is that where you kind of had, okay, what are we going to do with this excess bread? Yeah. It's, we would be bringing them 200 bagels a day. Oh my God. And it's like, I mean, you can't, like, yeah. we'd be bringing them so many that they couldn't use it. So they would just be, they, they told us, they're like, we're just throwing it away. So you might as well keep it, do something else with it. So we just started brainstorming other ideas and, um, we came up with the idea to make beer out of it. It was our, we were, me and my friends, the guys who started it, Mike Fackler and TJ Kirby were at a bar one night. And Mike was just like, we could make beer with bagels. Mm -hmm. And we were like, all right, let's try it. And it worked out. Wow. So, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. So how did the process go there from obviously getting, you know, you, you, ha you have the initial concept and then you have the idea to get the, to make mm -hmm. the beer. What were the steps then after that? Once you're like, okay, we have this excess we have. And then from, then you have the beer now. So what was the in-between kind of like? Yeah. So it was, um, let's see. It started with, we have the leftover pastries and the bagels from the morning routes because we'd have so much of it uh, that we needed a variety of different things to do with it. And so we approached um, our advisor. He's a really, he's an incredible guy in his field. He has a lot with like food waste and like stuff like that. So he kind of helped us a lot with the ideas and where to go. And he basically was like, you either want to look at composting or making a new product out of it. Um, and so we were like, let's try both. And so a good amount of the food does still go to compost composting, uh, but a lot of it does go to making beer as well. Um, and we just started calling breweries and eventually we were just trying to like get one that would listen to us. And we started with one that had Ohio state grads and they were, we were working with them, but eventually just after a couple of months, it wasn't working out. Mm -hmm. And then we had to then put it on hold because my senior year, we were working on this. We entered into, um, a competition to get funding for, to buy a car and to expand our networking, everything. And the, the people in charge of the funding liked the idea for beer, but they told us that it was something we should do in the future. They wanted to get like the routes done first and get like the software done to do the food tracking and to buy the car first before we moved on to the beer. So we had to like pause it for a while. Um, we developed other parts of the organization. And then um, after we kind of like had worked on that for like a year, then, like when I was graduating this past May, we um, 
I like, I like one of the guys who took it over my spot. He kind of took the role over to like figure out what to do with the beer then. Mm-hmm. And he kind of took up where we left off was, was like trying to find another brewery that could pick it up. And eventually we got another one that liked the idea. And we just started bringing them samples of bagels and they just started testing and testing it until they fa- basically found a batch they liked. And they, they would, the guys like that took over from me would then go there and test them and figure out what the taste they liked the best. Hmm. And then they just eventually went for it, made it, and they released it like in November. And they've been selling it there. And since That's sick. That's incredible. I mean, that is just such a cool story, you mm-hmm. know. What, I guess whose idea was it originally to – you mentioned your buddy at, at where you guys were sitting at a bar, weren't yeah. you? And he said we could turn this into beer. But then was it kind of like a, all right, whatever, dude. Like, that's mm-hmm. not going to happen. And then when did you guys actually take it seriously, like, we could do this? Um, so it, it was okay, – when he did mention it, it was a pretty funny joke. We were like, yeah, let's try making beer. It's like, no way. And then – it all really did start with, so my senior year, we entered into a competition at Ohio State to get um, funding for um, to predict for sustainability challenges. And that was one of the things we went in there with was like, hey, we want to like, because it was, we, you could get awarded upwards of $100,000. And so we won the competition and got $55,000. And But they basically told us, they were like, we like the beer idea, but like, don't do that yet. Mm-hmm. And so like, but like they, them being like interested in it was like a big positive for us. It was like, it was, like they were telling us it's a good idea but like hold off on it until you get the other thing set up first. And so that was like the real thing where we were like, oh, people actually think this is a legit idea. Right. Yeah. Super neat. I mean, it's it's very unique. You know, mm-hmm. you don't hear often stories of obviously you guys helping the homeless, which is mm-hmm. amazing, but then falling into a business opportunity mm-hmm. as well. So I guess, first of all, how's it taste? I mean, I mean, obviously it's got to mm-hmm. be great. Yeah, it, it's the description is it tastes like an everything bagel, which it an really does. Bagel. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, that's it, nice. It, it it really does. It tastes like a bagel. Yeah. So and that's like the, the way they brand it and everything. And the description is talking about like how this is food recovered from Ohio State and everything. Right. So cool. Yeah. So it's really cool seeing like a beer you made on a right on a oh hell yeah a bar. So is it only mainly in Columbus or yeah, are they it's just it's right now it's just at that bar in and Columbus. Um, the guy who took over for me now, I, I think they're handling a lot of the, like future work going forward, and so I don't know what their plans ex- specifically are in terms of like expansions or anything. But I think the plan was they made a couple batches of it, they're selling it, and they're gonna sell for a while, then see where it goes, and then they'll decide from there after a certain time of like the sales. That's awesome. So how many years, or not even years, how many months have you guys been doing this? Like when did this start, and uh, I guess how far are you in the process now? For like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So this started back beginning of my junior year it was me and my roommate tj kirby were like great just, first name by the way yeah it's awesome <laughs> he uh stop <laughs> he him and i just like talk about a lot like things that we were looking on campus things we wanted to do to like make it better and one of the big things that we both really hate is waste and sustainability mm-hmm. and so we basically were just going around campus trying to find someone that would let us start like doing something about it and we, we messaged the guy who's in charge of the like our student government sustainability which is mike fackler and he, we ended up telling him, like, hey, we want to make a program to take the leftover food from the campus cafes. And he was like, I'm all in. So then he got us a meeting with the head of the dining services at Ohio State. And we basically went to a meeting, ooh, maybe like November of my junior year. And we are just like, hey, we see an issue here that we want to try to fix. Mm-hmm. Can we do it? And they were like, yeah, we don't know how you – like, they didn't really have any ideas of how we could go about it. And so this was, like, was my job as part of the organization. I designed the way to, like, use the campus. Like, they had these things called gem cars, which are, like, electric – golf carts basically but nicer and i was just like we can use those as students and then i'll start like doing routes in the morning so me tj and mike would wake up at like 6 30 every day go get the car and drive to the the four or five places we started with would get the food and then drop it off at the food shelter 
And then we started that for like a couple of weeks and it worked. And they're like, all right, mm-hmm. now add another place. And then that worked. And I was like, now add another place and then another place. And then it just started getting bigger and bigger. Then they're like, all right, we need you to do pickups morning and night and now on weekends and like multiple pickups. Yeah. Because it just like kept cascading from there because they're like, like for the university, it was really easy because they didn't really have to do a whole lot. They pretty much just like set the food for us. Just gave it for mm-hmm. you, yeah. yeah. We'd go pick it up and deliver it to the food shelters around the campus. Um, and it's so, like, that's how it was kind of going for a while. And like, we don't, we didn't really imagine it to be anything bigger than that. We were just like, we really Happy were just like, help. Yeah. we were just like wanted to do something and we we're like, we'll just take this food and deliver it to someone. Um, but then as it started growing, people started really liking it and the university really liked it. And then we saw that opportunity for the, the funding my senior year. Um, and so that's when we then partnered with the uh, smart campus to make something more of, and that's what kind of led to everything else. That's awesome. What were some of the challenges you faced along the way? Obviously this is a, a, a new thing and there's mm-hmm. always going to be roadblocks. What challenges did you face while you guys were doing this? Um, the biggest challenges were, um, I mean, the one thing we just, it was a lot of, uh, not knowing what to do with a lot of the breads. Yeah. <laughs> like it sure. was like, that's yeah. 200 really, bagels a day is crazy. Man. Yeah. It it's was awesome. Like, when we started, it wasn't as much, but as we've grown and it became a big amount, we just were just like, we don't know what we to do. With this all yes. Right. Yeah. And so now we're making beer out of it. We're putting it to composting. We are, we made a partnership. We just recently, uh, made a partnership with a, a farm that we then start giving it to them. They feed their pigs with it. Nice. And so we're just, now that that, that's, it's been, that was one of the biggest issues is trying to like do something with everything we got. Yeah. Um, and then the other big issue is, um, so sometimes we would just get so much food that we didn't know what to do with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, um, spring break school, end of the school year, we'd need like trucks to take everything. And we were just like, didn't know how to scale it up. Cause we were just a couple of guys in a right. golf cart. <laughs> golf cart. <laughs> yeah. Everything then, starts out small though, yeah, man. It was yeah. like, then they, we'd have like a full truckload of food and we we're just like, we don't know how to handle this. Yeah, where, what do I, what do I do with all this? <laughs> yeah. Right. And so it was just really like. It made it just like growing it up and we didn't expect it to grow up so big so quickly. We were just, it was just a couple guys. That's great. So as far as the beer goes, you know, have you, so how, how many months are you into the beer being sold now on in Columbus? Do you guys know? Three, I think. Three. Three. November. So that'd be, yeah. Three months. Nice. So is there like a time period where your guys are going to kind of see how the sales are going? You mentioned that they're going to put it out, see how it works. Is there an interest, like as big of an interest yet, where you guys could eventually take it elsewhere outside of Columbus, maybe outside of Ohio, or is it kind of you think mainly going to stay around Ohio State's campus? Um, I'm I'm sh- I'm guessing the the goal is probably going to be try to keep it in like around campus. Like mm-hmm. I don't think they're trying to expand it into like a full thing. I think the idea is going to literally just be like we want to have this as a simple, sustainable thing that like you know it's like we take stuff from the university that they don't need we then make something for the columbus area and then the proceeds and the benefits that help the columbus area and gotcha. it's just we want it just like just to be a thing that just like helps out with waste that's not being used right well that's that's i mean that's awesome too i just didn't know if you know you you guys saw an opportunity you know if people really love the beer i mean obviously it's a great story but yeah. you know if the beer's tasty i mean shit i mean you know who knows what could happen mm-hmm. and uh where it could go yeah that's that was one of the things um the the when I graduated and like passed it off to the next that, that was for me that was the biggest part was like something that I created in college and I was just like when I graduate it's just gonna die then there was all these people that wanted to keep it running yeah that's really cool and for so sure the, and so I passed it off to them and I was kind of just like you guys take it wherever you want to do with it like and so they're the ones they're the ones really like making the next big steps like we laid out at least me and the guys that started like laid out what we were trying to do and then kind of handed it off to them and we're just like take it from here that's awesome so you guys are still owners and because you're the one yeah. that started it correct and then so are you living in st louis then yeah or, okay yeah. so how do you manage i guess that part of it if it's still going on obviously you pass it on mm-hmm. but how much of a hand do you have in it still 
as of this point, not very much. I pretty much like just get updates every once in a while to see how it's going, and like I try to help out if they ever need any help with um like designing new routes. But they're all really smart guys, so they mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. They don't really need my help anymore. Sure. I mean, so what are you? You know, obviously, mm-hmm. you're one of these guys and your friends that you can do incredible things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just a great thing you're doing, and then also running into the beer part of it mm-hmm. is so co- such a cool story. So how do you, you know, keep your mind going here in St. Louis? I mean, you have so many things you can do. And, like, a guy like you who starts something in Ohio State mm-hmm. can start something else in St. Louis. So do you have anything else you're kind of working on in STL, kind of a similar thing? As of this point, I pretty much just slowly started to, like, get into the real world. Adjust, like, nah, adjust the real world life. <laughs> I get it, man. You know, being in college now, it's like, they're really, not really now. I'm just kind of, like, taking it slow and trying to figure out, like, what sure what's going on. The, uh, the only other thing that I've seen that I think is really cool, it's not really a business idea, but it's more of um, something that I just heard about that I thought's awesome was, do you guys know the, the club FC Roma? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, heard of they, it. They um, started a program this past summer where cause they, have, like, they have an incredible social media following. They do, whenever they sign a new player or have any like big transfer news, they tweet out or post something, and then the post is like with the player's face, and then it's paired with um, information for a missing child from that area as well. Oh, nice. nice. It, it has like the name, the, the picture, information about them, and like, that's something that I thought was like, that's such a simple idea. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, one thing my brother and I are trying to do going forward is going to try to contact the Blues and the Cardinals to see if they could try to incorporate some, something into that. Because like, I met millions of people follow the Cardinals and the Blues. And right. If you could get them partnered with an organization here in St. Louis about missing children from this area. Yeah. And whenever they tweet out, like, we've signed this new player and you could get millions of people to see instantly that so much attention. there's Definitely. a missing child. And like, that's... I just learned about this past week and that I think is something that would be really incredible if they would pick up. For and sure. So that's... Kind of my next project right now is trying to get that going. Yeah. Well, obviously, you have success. I mean, like I said, it's cool, too, because, you know, we bring people on here that are business, you know, operators or have ideas. But there are so many people out there. I think that's why we kind of started this that maybe have ideas for businesses mm-hmm. and or to help people or whatever they want to do, but they don't go about it. You know, yeah. it's all in their head and they never go for it. So it's cool to hear your story about going for it, you know, and, and helping people out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it's we just kind of. There's just some friends and we just were like, we'll try this. Had yeah. an idea. Yeah. Well, that's a yeah. great way to do it too. When yeah. you're in, in college, you have that that landscape, that medium, those tools to mm-hmm. utilize to to go do something like that. What advice would you give for, you know, any students who are, you know, maybe in, in a similar situation like you guys were, you know, mm-hmm. where they see an issue on campus that they want to do something about? Yeah. Um, at least for me, I think the best thing to do is you have to find another person to do it with. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just saying you want to do it by yourself, you're going to be like, oh, that's cool. And then you kind of just like, Keep trails off mm-hmm. but if you get like a couple people with you then you guys like all agree to do it it definitely helps because like me and mike and tj all were like keeping each other in responsible like hey we, like, we need to schedule a meeting we need to like get this going and like we kind of helped each other like make sure we we're staying on top of it and like when things went wrong it also was super helpful so i know for me it's like get a couple people that are dedicated and want to do it as well because you guys will all then actually go do it once you start talking about it that's awesome as far as making the beer Mm-hmm. So, you know, you mentioned that the one beer that's that's been popular that they're putting out to try mm-hmm. is the one that tastes like an everything bagel. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, with different types of bread, you could get different tastes. So have you guys had, like, different types of beer? Or is it mainly the one because you had an overhaul of that certain type of, of bagel? Yeah, so right now, they just take the bagels, and they just dump all the bagels. So it's literally is like an everything bagel. Wow. <laughs> um, and so they we also— I got to try that, man. <laughs> I, I would go to Ohio State just to try that. Like That's so, so. cool. They also have we we give a lot of different types of pastries and muffins and strudels and everything and so they're wanting to do something as well with the other types but right now they just started with the bagels and if they if it was not too much hassle on them and worked pretty well they're gonna then try something as well, like 
after that. That's awesome. So let, let's let's say that you know these guys that you you set them up. You're mm-hmm. you're the guys the masterminds at this. I mean, you got to have a little understanding. Like, hey guys, you know, if you get some of this beer and it starts going big, like, <laughs> eh, remember who started it. You know, we're gonna get a little something. Yeah. The, the dream for me would be more of taking the same model and then applying it to every university at in the country. Because if it works at Ohio State, which is one of the biggest schools you have. It could work at every college you have. Definitely. And so, like, for me, that would be the coolest thing to happen. It would be, like, if you can take the same thing and just start reaching out to, like, every other Big Ten school, then from the Big Ten school, other conferences, and just be, like, it's really easy. I mean, all you really need to do is get, like, 20 students in a golf cart. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> a golf you, cart. And you just you go wake up early and you go drive and pick the food up. Yeah. Well, I think it's a great idea. And I don't – like you said, I don't think there's any – organization nationally that has been you know tried they've tried but it's like it's not on every campus mm-hmm. it's something that's easy where there is so much you know leftover mm-hmm. food oh yeah everywhere i mean i work at lindenwood and i know for a fact like well, there's an all-you-can-eat buffet in one part like there is in a lot of universities mm-hmm. it's like where does that food go well they, they throw it away you know mm-hmm. and there's a good point that a lot of that can be used elsewhere so that's that's a really good point yeah and then one of the other big things that we are trying to do with it as well that is now rolling is not only do we do food waste recovery, we also do food tracking as well. So we then track, we like, we'll like take scans of how much food they're giving us mm-hmm. and then we can start helping them with the purchasing patterns because it's not only important to take food that could be eaten for like that someone could eat, but it's very important as well to take like leftover food that would just be unused to reduce it from going in landfills because food waste into trash is just detrimental for the environment Definitely. in terms of the resources that went into it that got wasted. And then therefore then going in and then the gases and the CO2 that's pent up under the ground that comes out that's just really toxic as well and so it's like hitting both fronts of that is yeah. like super critical definitely so Absolutely. you're helping out with the the, the front end too yeah. i guess when they when they purchase the food so how much they're purchasing mm-hmm. uh for the dining halls to begin with yeah. so that so they don't waste reduces so that was the collaboration between food recovery which is what me and my friend mm-hmm. started and then with smart campus which was what danny frazier guy at ohio state did as well we he was running that and we kind of went to him and we're like hey this is what we're doing but we don't know much about data management or software we want to create like a tracking system for this. Could you make this? So then him and his organization developed the software, created a way to like use iPads to scan that. And the university got behind it. And that's what the, a lot of the funding we got went towards was to develop the software and to then build like the system. So that now we can start doing tracking on both sides, mm-hmm. like helping them out with their own purchasing right. patterns to just all around like save money and food both ways do we get think too is it so is it's like a software that you guys are using it's more yeah. of like a, an algorithm type thing so is it i mean is that something too you can maybe reach out to to other universities mm-hmm. about this is how we did it at ohio state here's yep. the examples and here's how much they saved because not only is it you know the wasting of food but also the fact that they're wasting money yeah. i mean they're spending mm-hmm. a shit ton of money on this food and and throwing a lot of it away yeah so we've had we had um the company um ng that part that does ohio state's energy funded us about $55,000 part of the competition we won. And then Ohio State has then funded us $100,000 for the software portion of it as well to try wow. to develop that. Because they really like the idea and they're all in for it. And they, so they want to, it would save them a lot of money to like, and it's good for people as well. That's awesome. So as far as goal-wise, I know you're mm-hmm. saying you guys kind of stepped away a little bit, lets you know, new students take over and, and have their opportunities. But goals for that, for that part of it, mm-hmm. like what do you want to see out of that? Um, as far as growth, how do you want to help with that? And then I guess just your own personal goals mm-hmm. in your career and, and how you want to progress here in the next 10 years. Yeah. Like for the goals for that, I think they, the goal is, is to finish Ohio state. Like they're they're When I, when we started it, we did four places. And then by the time I was graduating, we were, I think we were picking up from like 20 different places. Nice. And Ohio state has a, a crazy amount of different cafeterias and restaurants. Yeah. And the goal I think is for them is to get 
all of Ohio State done. Like, yeah, it's like get the medical campus, which they now do, and like get Ohio State. Like, we can do a full university this way. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I believe the idea was to start reaching out to other universities to try to like just give them the idea and do be the like, same model. Yeah, yeah. same model. Like, this is what we're doing. Like, someone should try it. Yeah, absolutely. So, have you ever tried uh, doing homebrew or anything? Yeah, <laughs> I have. Got, actually, yeah, yeah, really? yeah, you and your brother did. Yeah. Is it so, any good? Uh, <laughs> mine was not, but Andrew's was. Because yeah, that was when we were doing the beer, for like when, when Mike Teacher and I, when we were talking about making the beer, like we, were, we were funding towards doing homebrews. Right. We, there's a universe, There's a professor at Ohio State who teaches a beer class and like does his own beer. And so we we talked with him as well. When we were trying to figure out how to make the beer. We went to him and we set up a meeting to try to learn like how do you make beer? What goes into a good beer? And he kind of showed us like these are all things that you'd expect if you were going to start doing your home brew. Because our plan was to actually make our own beer, do make our own recipe, but we had no idea we were doing it. It was not working. <laughs> right, right, right. And then we reached out to actual breweries and we're like, I do it professionally. Yeah. Do it this way, yeah. So, do you have any interest in in pursuing the beer stuff? I mean, in the future, like trying it again, or I mean, because it's one of those things. I feel like if you strike gold, mm-hmm. you know, and it's great that it's just in Columbus. But I mean, how many people can say that they started something that turned into Pretty beer that's beer. been sold? I mean, do you have any interest in continuing that here in St. Louis? Uh, as of this point, not right now, but in the future, probably. Yeah. Like right now, I'm just trying to like just just mer- merge into adult yeah. life. <laughs> adult life, man. Welcome to, out, welcome to the world of bills. Yeah. Stop. yeah. Figure yeah. out how to cash my paychecks. You know, pay my taxes. <laughs> all these things. Like, get used to being an adult first. Yeah. I just I just had a $700 car payment yeah. today and yeah, a $200 $200 one yesterday. So yeah. that's that's the adult life right there. <laughs> yeah. sure. I remember I called my dad the first time I got my first adult paycheck, mm-hmm. and I called him. I go, I don't think this is right. I think they screwed me over. <laughs> And he goes, well, what? Do you, show me what you're talking about. And he goes, I go, yeah, it's just taxes. It's like 25%. He goes, yep, yep. welcome to adulthood, yep. bud. Yep. <laughs> welcome like, to the adult life. We're trying to make our own beer. We're thinking about doing a home brew, brews on the I mean, balcony. Brews on the balcony, you got to give it a brews shot, Brews on man, the balcony, you know? beer. Any advice uh, for the home brew? What, we, what you did wrong what that maybe wrong. we shouldn't do? Uh, I think using high-quality, um, uh, like, material and, like, the food you put in, like, the... Uh-huh. the I'm trying to think. I excited. I cleaned it, but they remember like they were like you clean. It's clean like very like, certain yeah. things. Yeah, I yeah. did that very well. And like you want to use like high quality. Amid, um, oh gosh, food that you put into it. Uh-huh. And like, the stuff. Do, do, what uh, what is your homebrew called? Did you guys ever name yours? Uh, I did. Did, we your, did, not. did your brother name his at all? Is <laughs> it just it? It just it was just the beer. Yeah. He, told, he told me he'd come over and help us do the do the homebrew because right. his, his was successful. So yeah. that's like every most guys dream is to make beer that just you can tastes name after yourself mm-hmm. and taste is just is the next Bud Light or is yeah. the next craft beer or like whatever it could be the, huge the yeah. close the loop beer we made with Seven Sons tastes way better than the beer I made at home <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. way Profe- better that's, right. that's a difference of what professionals can yeah. do <laughs> that's awesome well Michael Sherping joining us man really appreciate you coming in uh, telling your story and yeah. good luck in the future awesome thanks for having me yeah absolutely man thanks